I think it was Mo who did it. I said, I got to have it now. Y'all done showed me now. Now I need that as my intro. <laughs> 19, because the music that the uh, that the uh, promo was in, it was kind of a 70s kind of vibe kind of thing, you know, and Isaac Hayes and, and Barry White, all the things came to my mind. I said, you know, <laughs> I'm going to need all of that. So thank y'all for obliging me. And I want to say thank you all to, for coming out to the uh, roundtable slash couples enrichment. Uh, this will be on my page and this will be a part of uh, the shows that will be available for people to view. It's just information that we're going to give out about couples and how uh, we do this thing called marriage or if you're planning on being married, how you do this thing that uh, you're planning to do, which is be a spouse. And we've all know that there are things that we learned along the way, the good, the bad, and the ugly of it all, right? But this thing still has to happen. You know, uh, a lot of us are already married in this room, and then we have some folk who are looking to be married or dating, and we have to have skills. And we don't wait until we are in trouble before we come to these types of things. This is what we call maintenance. You know, it's maintenance for some, it's repairs for others, right? And then this is also good knowledge for those who have maybe not encountered some of the things that some of us already have in marriage or relationships, right? So y'all just enjoy your food. Try not to snore. <clears throat> if you fall asleep, try not to snore. Try to stay woke. Nudge your neighbors. When you see the head bow and it's not prayer, they are asleep. <laughs> Wake them up. <laughs> and yeah, not before they get photos, they said. Uh, but today, uh, I'm going to try to stay within a, a certain time frame because I do have a live audience. And, uh, and we all have life to live, so we can't be here all day. We got things to do. Some of us got to go to work tomorrow, right? That's right. But uh, my, my topic today is practicing the three T's to avoid the three P's. I had a writer that is my writer. Come on up here, writer. Got somebody who's going to help me. <clears throat> and if you want to take notes or if you just want to go back and look at the video, however you want to do it, just make yourself comfortable. Uh, I do love interaction. Um, and just if you have a comment, just so that I can get it recorded, I want your comment in the mic if you could, because I want to I want to have all aspects of it. Uh, so we're practicing the three T's. This is my assistant, <laughs> Pat Eaton. Uh, practicing the three T's. She did a little cursey there. The three T's to avoid the three P's. 
three T's. The first one is truth. The other, I don't know if y'all can read that. Can y'all read it? Can y'all read it? Good. The next one is trust. And the third is tolerance. Tolerance. Truth, trust, and tolerance. It's the three T's. If we practice the three T's, we won't get into the three P's. The three P's, get ready for that one. Pain, pressure, and my favorite, petty. Petty, P-E-T-T-Y. So practicing the three T's will keep us out of doing what? The three P's. And if you keep in your mind, keep in your thoughts, uh, the first three here, which is what we have to do in marriage, in relationship, just if you're not married, if you're in a relationship or just, just dating, these things you can practice. Thank you, sweetheart. Thus far, stay close. <laughs> you have to keep all of these in your forefront of your mind. All three of those things marriage consists of. And without practicing those three components, you're going to find yourself in ditches. You're going to find yourself, I probably should have moved this road. Uh, you'll find yourselves where you'll make uh, major errors in your in your marriage or in your relationship because we don't practice the three T's. Tell me what they are. Somebody for me really quick, give me your version of truth in your words. Con give me a mic here. Truth, being honest about who you are. Okay. Anybody else add anything to that? Truth, being honest about who you are. Got somebody over here real quick. He's going to get that little workout today. And giving all facts without omitting anything. Giving all facts. Without omitting anything. Without omitting anything. That's good. Yes. Exactly what he said and also without adding anything. Good. And I think that that's what I wanted to, to, to bring out because sometimes we think truth is what we think truth is. You know, everybody has a version of truth. And if you say, well, I'm going to say the truth, but you edit, alter, or, or omit something, does that make it truth? It could very well be a, a what we call a, a half lie, a partial lie. So here the the, the meaning, and I'm going to give you just a, a a quick dictionary meeting. The body of real things, events, and facts, actuality, the state of being, the case. This is what it actually is. It's a fact, and facts can't be disputed. Truth can't be disputed. So this is why. It's important in marriage that we practice truth. 
Truth is important so that we can eliminate versions of things. You know, we got that little saying, he says, you got his way, her version, his version, then we got the truth. Because that's how it normally is. Whenever we tell a story, and we have a lot of storytellers here, yeah, all of us have given a, a version of, a, of an event or something, you have become a storyteller. Right? But my thing is, is that if I ask any one couple to tell me the story, nine times out of 10, I'm gonna get two versions of that story. And then we have to veer to what? What is true? Because most people speak from their emotions, from where they are, what they're feeling, how it's affecting them. That's where we speak from, right? Oh, how we, it doesn't have to be anything bad. It can be good. When we go to the amusement park with the, uh, you know, with the grandkids, they have a version. We had a great time. I'm thinking I'm hot and tired. You know, we were at the same event. We did the same things. And their version is, let's go do it again. And I'm like, if we never come back, I'm good. <laughs> two, the same experience, two different versions of experiencing it. And most of the time we speak from where we feel it. Like I'm speaking from where I feel it. I don't want to walk nowhere. I'm tired. It's hot. You know, AC running around over the top of my head. You know, all of this is what's going on in my head. And they're just thinking, how can I get back to this place again? So here we have uh, the truth. <clears throat> One, truth can be cutting and healing. This is the thing about truth. It could be what? Cutting and healing. And it will cut to heal. Because truth is it's just like a, a mountain, a natural mountain. You just don't move it. It's there. You know, and I always tell people when I said this, make sure you're standing with the truth because the truth ain't going nowhere. We can try to hide it. We can cover it up. We can allude to something else so you don't see it. But the fact of the matter, wherever truth is, it doesn't go anywhere. It is what it is what it is. And so for this one thing that I want us as couples is to know that truth can be cutting and healing. And in marriage, it needs to be. And I know you're saying, well, how does it need to be cutting and healing? Because there's things that's in our lives, in our marriage, in our relationship that need not be there. And sometimes to rid yourself of it, it takes surgery. Got to get rid of this. Some of us have bad behaviors. You know, don't have to be sin, just not good. We need to rid ourselves of some things. So truth, you know, if your spouse can't tell you the truth, like if you, let's say, what's a, what's a truth that your spouse might get offended? Come on, here I need my writer. Because, you know, <laughs> some truth. Now, you ain't got to talk about your spouse. Talk about somebody else's spouse. That way I ain't got to go home and I ain't got to counsel tonight, okay? Tell me some truth that, a truth that might be offensive to your person or another person, but it's true. I'm going to say it for her. Gain weight. Or you might not be as thick as I want you to be. See, it's two ways to look at this. You're not thick enough. 
That's for all the stick girls. We got to make ourselves feel good, too. <laughs> Everybody trying to be skinny. Some of us trying to be thick. Yeah. <laughs> What's another truth? <laughs> Come on. You got attitude. We can't hear that one. But it's, it's something that we might need to take as a truth. Gather that. I mean, how many men can tell us women we got a bad attitude without it getting worse? <laughs> Come on, talk to me, ladies. Come on, what we got? What's other what's other truths? Come on, you got something, Randy? Randy said, "Don't start." Do you know who my wife is? He good. You not ready? Not yet, okay. but you got some truth though, right? You do have some. You gonna share some with me later? Don't be getting him to the corner trying to say, what you gonna tell my mom? Leave him alone. Anyone on this side of the room, let's get out the heated space. Come on. <laughs> Shopping too much. Shopping too much. Shopping too much. You spending too much money. That's male and female. Both can't hear that. It's, it could be a truth. We need to save. Did you cook today? Oh, that hit hard. You know, did you put gas in my car? You play on your phone too much. You play on your phone too much. Can we eat dinner without you looking at it? You don't li Oh, it's coming out now. You don't listen. See, I just had to get the ball rolling, and then it starts coming. <laughs> Open up the floodgates. <laughs> you trying to act shy? All right. Don't act shy, because she said you ain't. You ain't shy. Stop it. <laughs> Come on. What else we got that is truth? This stuff, my real stuff. Yeah, you need to clean up. I'm trying to hire somebody. <laughs> Truth is, you work too much. Are you ever coming home? A lot of women. We got too many words. Other way, you don't talk enough. Come on, Bernard, you know you got something. She said she keep telling you the same thing. She tired of telling you the same thing. Truth. So truth can be cutting and healing. The thing is, when we get the cutting news, we don't know how to let it heal us. When we get the information that we have about what the person that we love says about us, we don't know how to take it and do something with it. You know, it's an ugly little piece of clay they threw you here. And we look at it like, that's ugly. But how come we can't take that piece of clay and form something that would be good for everybody? Like, and when we hear these things, you know, I'm going to take the thick side. <laughs> like, when we hear, <laughs> you know, weight gain or not thick enough, you know, can we do something with that? Is it something that can be done to help us, you know, get to that place? I mean, because this is your significant other that's speaking. That's it, that part. 
See, that's a part of the healing. That's a part of the part. We got to take some, you know, some put some hands on it, put some work to it. But a lot of times we can't do anything with it because the, we're stuck with what's been said. Yes, sir. Got to be willing to work out. Yeah, not willing. Just so y'all know. Not willing. <laughs> All right. This, you know, I'm not going to be petty. not good. <laughs> Fact of the matter is, um, um, all of these things, none of this is sending you to hell. None of this is necessarily sin related. But when you're talking about relationship, husband and wife, give and take, the push and the pull together, you know, we push together, we pull together. Relationships should, shouldn't be a tug of war. It should not. But when we get to this place, with the truth, we can't do it well because a lot of times we don't allow the words to heal, to bring some harmonious movement. I think this is how husband and wife should look when they are moving. Two separate things that pretty much flow together. That's how it should look. The next thing here is truth without wisdom is dangerous. We can give some truth, but how many know it's a way to tell your significant other about their weight? It's a way to say uh, that we, you shopping too much. So truth without wisdom will bring fire. So we don't just want to blurt out ugly. You know, we don't want to just say it because it's true, because you know, it, it's true. That might be so, but you're trying to make your home a good home. You're trying to be harmonious with your spouse. So that's why we have to even be mindful on how we do it. Wisdom is a principal thing. So we can give all of the correct answers, but if you serve it up like a, what I say, serve it up on a what? On a trash can. You serve a steak up on a trash can, it's still not a good steak. Filet mignon on top of a trash can, you can still keep that. You got the top of the cut. You got the best of the best. And you just handed it to me on a dirty trash can. Keep it. I don't want to eat it. So even all of these things that may be truth, we have to learn wisdom. There's a time and a place. Amongst your friends to tell your significant other that they need to lose weight is not the place. It's not the time. Wisdom might be true. Got to hold your tongue. Don't let your emotions get away with you saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. You should never give correction to your significant other in the presence of others that will judge. That is not good. That will bring the fire. And they won't hear you because they're too... Uh, broken either in their emotion or their feelings or embarrassment, you've just ruined the opportunity to better your significant other because they can't hear you. Is this good? Good stuff. The next is being truthful does not automatically mean being honorable. You can tell your significant other, you know, uh, yeah, just clean up the bank account. It's true. But is that honorable? 
Well, I'm going to go out next week. Now, I don't want y'all to get all cringed about this. I'm going to go out next week. You know, last week I, I had three of uh, marital affairs. That might be true, but it's not honorable. Because you come home and tell your significant other a truth doesn't make you honorable. Some of the stuff that you may be saying could be crushing. And your behavior is the correction that needs to be done and not necessarily your truth. Because I had this one young man that he, he felt that it was okay in the area of fidelity to do that. Well, I was honest with her. But the behavior that needed to be corrected was that he needed to be kept. Not honest. Be honorable. <laughs> so we can have truth, but truth telling can still put you in the position where you need to be a better person in how you are as a spouse or a, a, a partner. Is that making sense? Yeah. Anybody got any questions on that part? I thought that would be like falling out, like y'all would just be hands popping up and stuff like that. Y'all just going to sit here and just go to sleep while y'all full? Oh, okay. It was crystal clear. Yeah. This is something that I have seen in, in my time with couples is because they feel like, you can turn that fan off because it's blowing in my mic. They feel as though uh, I've been honest with the person that I'm, that I'm talking with, but the fact is, is that I don't need as much of your honesty as I need for you to work on your behavior. Because you're honestly being a pain in the butt. <laughs> that part. So, I'm just going to put all of the other stuff out of the window because I don't want to deal with the fact that you're being honest. What I want to deal with is why are we still here over and over. That makes good sense. Yeah. So we have to practice truth, but we have to practice truth correctly. Sometimes we say truth to be hurtful. I've seen that. I'm, I'm saying it is true, but I, it's just to break you. And truth is about building. Truth is about making it better. So truth should never be from a place where you, this is your way of wanting up your spouse, your significant other. It's not a one-up moment. Yeah, I'm, I, 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 uh, I, I've been to the bank today. To, I, I withdrew hundred dollars. I withdrew too. So you ain't. Both of y'all still down three. <laughs> <laughs> Still, $300 missing out of y'all account. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we have to be careful with this thing called truth because we'll use it as a battering ram for our spouses if it's not done with a love. Truth requires courage and strength. It's not for the, it's not for the faint at heart. Truth requires courage and strength. That's the truth that we're talking about. Not, not your truth, because I hear that nowadays. Speak your truth. That could be a whole lie. You hear that new phrase these days? Speak your truth. <laughs> yeah, the truth is <laughs> that a lot of what you're saying doesn't make sense. It's a lie. A lot of it could be a lie. It is your truth, but it doesn't make it truth. So we have to be even mindful about that. 
It takes courage and it takes strength. And it's not always the easiest thing to do when you're doing it right. If you're doing it in an ugly way, yeah, it'll just flip off your tongue. Boom, 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 boom. But when you're doing it right, it takes courage and it takes strength. And I've been there. How many have been there when you had to have the courage to tell the truth? When you could have done what they call an easy lie and smoothed it over? It never works, by the way. The, 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 the real truth, or I call good truth, requires strength, courage. And you got to be willing to take the consequences of your truth. Making sense? Good stuff. Because this is another thing that, that, that we have to kind of add into there. Truth, like we said in the beginning here, is cutting and is healing. That's a, that's, that is a consequences in that. So it's not always an easy thing, but it will bring the healing when it's done correctly. It'll bring the healing. You, it may take you through a little bit when you're honest with your spouse about something that's hurtful to them. But along the way, with truth prevailing, and doing it correctly, it'll eventually bring about the healing. Good stuff? Yeah. Our next word here, trust. And sometimes we get truth and trust mixed up. Can't get, uh, <laughs> can't get truth and trust mixed up because sometimes we trust the devil. <laughs> Don't trust the devil. Sometimes we trust the wrong persons. Sometimes we trust a lie. Sometimes it's easier for to accept the lie than it is the truth. Because it, it don't hurt as bad. Now, they, they treat you like they don't love you. But the mouth say, I love you. So I believe the, I believe the mouth. I, I'm, I'm really trusting the words of, and I'm not saying this this room, but I'm just saying I have experienced this. I'm trusting the liar. We've all been there, right? Royalty in this land. We're royalty in this land. And this is where marriages have to have what I call trust, good trust. Trust to the point where you're willing to, to dabble in the truth, go, in, go right there with the trust. I trust my spouse enough with my with the truth that he won't take the truth and hit me over my head with it later. I trust him. I took the truth and gave it to him. His love for me is supposed to hold it. We're supposed to heal, and then I'm supposed to trust him with that. That's how those two work hand in hand. But you have to make sure that the truth and the trust don't get mixed up. Don't trust a lie. Don't trust bad behavior. Don't, don't trust even this. You say, well, I love this person. I understand that. But even in love, you can't put it in that category because it has nothing to do with that. Absolutely nothing. Trust is something that is earned. Most of us give it freely when we first meet a person. 
we freely give drugs. We freely like, okay, oh yeah, you're cute. <laughs> you're not, you're not, oh, up. We give it quickly. Here, I trust you. And then something happens and then we no longer trust or we don't trust in that area or we don't trust in this way. And then that person has to earn that trust back. But in the beginning, if we do it the correct way, we have to let people earn trust. But most of us don't get that far because, you know, we just caught up with, you just so cute. Like me, when you saw Yante, tell me what? You didn't even think about that, right? You think about the trust off the, the first time you met her? No. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. When we first see that woman, that man, come on, man. When I first seen that woman, they went not talking about no trust. She looked good. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one right there. She ain't open up her mouth. Trust with your money. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Give her a wallet, the credit card. Yeah, take my credit card. Go to, you don't know what this woman about to do to your credit card. Yeah, girl, I drink your bath water. You know, all that. <laughs> and you might end up drinking it. <laughs> you drown you in it. <laughs> to sell it oh no promise fact of the matter is is that trust is something that we freely give too easily we don't allow relationships to mend and 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 merge the way they need to with trust if we did those things in the beginning it would save us a lot of heartache let people earn it. So from this day forward, when you meet people, it's not a standoffish thing. You don't, you're not, in, you're not um, entitled to give people everything they ask of you when they meet you. But for some reason we feel, especially us as believers, we have the tendency to think that we're to give people everything they ask of us. We're only entitled to give them love. That's all I owe men. And women, mankind, love, right? Trust is something it allows building to happen. And the more we build, the more firm and solid the foundation will be that we have. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, I've said this statement many times. I trust you until you give me a reason not to. Mm -hmm. And that's just, you know, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. um, so when you said that, at first it kind of went over my head, and then I'm like, yeah, like, I. I know. You, you haven't given, you know, when I first meet you, you haven't done anything. You haven't given me a reason not to trust you. So I trust you. And I've told people, I, yeah, I trust you until you do something or you let, give me a reason not to. But let me ask to. a question. Why? Why do we owe them that? Why do we feel like people are owed our trust? Be, because like you, well, I'm speaking for me, because like you said, as believers, you know, I don't, I just... I don't know. Obligate I just feel like yourself. I, yeah. You obligate yourself before you even know a person. Yeah. 
most of the time, this is why we get our feelings hurt. I'm not saying you by yourself. This whole right. room, we do it. This is what our natural thing is. We immediately go into, we don't want to seem mean. We don't want to seem stuck ugly, up stuck or, up. Yeah. We want you to think we always oh, love us. We love you. No, when we first meet people, we don't love them. I don't know you. Yeah. No, you just don't. But we as humans feel like we owe that in the very beginning. Trust. Yeah. But it's only... It's, it's like going to work. It's like going to work. You don't get a paycheck just because you you born. <laughs> you got to go to work. And when you go to work, you earn a salary. You earn income. You earn trust. And we have to do is we have to step back and start realizing there's nothing wrong with that. If he's the one or she's the one, they'll wait for that trust to build. We immediately want, we want to give, because we want them so badly. We just quickly just go and just give them everything. And this is how we sometimes stumble, fall, we're down the hill, scrape scars, bump, not. We've given them more than what was required. In marriage nowadays, this is what we have to build up on now, because we, some of us are already in it now. Ooh, too late. <laughs> I'm in there. In. I'm in. <laughs> Okay, this is the same thing. It's, it's no different. Spouses can't be mad about a lack of trust, especially in areas of offense. You can't say, well, you don't love me I, because uh, uh, you don't trust me. It has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. I had this dog that would snap at me. I love this dog, but every time I got close to it, it tried to bite me. Okay. I loved it, but just loving it didn't stop me from wanting to bite me. Boom. Even in our relationship that we currently have, we have to let our spouses, our significant others, earn that trust. It's nothing wrong with it. It's not a, well, we're not going to be together if we don't trust. You know, some things we got to trust. You know, like I trust you to go to work and get a paycheck. I trust that. You know, I trust, you know, some things. But this is, I'm talking about in our relationship, especially, like I said, when there's been offenses. Now, most of us are married, have had offenses in our marriages, correct? Yeah. It's not an automatic that I trust you again. But when y'all talking one-on-one, y'all make that a demand. That's a strong arm move. If you don't trust me, we, not, we don't have nothing. We don't have nothing. <laughs> don't be strong arming to say something that's not true. You, okay, well, I trust you. You're on this phone, on her phone, constantly. Who, who, who did? <laughs> the truth is, you'd be, I don't trust. That could be the truth. The truth is, is that you and I have an issue. That's the truth. The thing is, can we build this trust? Can we build this relationship? Can we build from here? This is the thing. We can build from here. Yeah, we can build. 
We can make this thing great. Our trust, I am taking my block and I'm laying it on top of your block. We are, we are, we are workers building, building. Does that make sense? And we still love each other. Our trust wall is not that big right now. But if we keep working, boom, 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 boom. Can you help me up here? Because I got to. <laughs> because our walls have gotten that big in our trust. But it may have started here. We may not even have had a wall. Why can't we just be honest enough with each other in the relationship to allow trust to build without it tapping us out on I love you. That's good. Uh, yeah, because you know why? We've always done this to each other. And that's how we end up really with the big scars, with the big hurts, because we don't get to tell the truth about how we trust. This one right here, if you just let this marinate in you just a little bit, this trust thing, if you let it marinate in you, it will be the healing process in your marriages. Most of us have had some traumas, some, some issues, some we were immature, you know, all of these things. We, were, uh, we lack understanding. Some of us even lack the true love for our spouse. Some of us were... We weren't in love, we were in lust when we got with them. Oh yeah, girl, girl, boy, B-O-I. <laughs> Come here. We ain't talking about nothing. We, <laughs> in the dating process, we, what were we talking about? Nothing significant. All the stuff we were talking about then, we ain't talking about now. How many of y'all talking about the stuff y'all talked about when y'all first got <laughs> Ain't talking about none of that now, are you? Irrelevant. It was our lust, it was our lust communication, not our love. It was our lust, what do you call it, language? <laughs> it's our lust language. It, 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 yeah, that's what it was, it was our lust language. Our love language is a different thing. Most of us are now working in our love language. This is how I need you in my life. This is how I need you to, you know, this is, this is gonna make me, this is, see, that's the love language we're talking about now. Back then, they were on the phone for hours. Ear hurt, you know, that little hurt on your ear when it's been up there so long. Thank God for cell phones where you can just put them on the speaker. <laughs> Young people got it made. We had to put that hard phone up to our ear. Bell South yellow hard phone. Remember that one before they came out with the little banana one? <laughs> anyway, I just told my age. Fact of the matter is, is that when it comes to trust, let's start practicing allowing people even people that we have in our life right now, you know, earn trust. And without it being a guilt trip, without it being pressure, 
Like when you see somebody and they don't necessarily allow you in a space of their life, don't be offended. What, what do you think I'm gonna do? I don't know what you're gonna do. That's why you ain't in the space. <laughs> but we, we don't allow people to have a moment where they may not necessarily feel trusting with you in that in an area, even with spouses. You know, me and my husband been married now. We are on our 12th year, right? And he still can't come in the bathroom with me. Y'all like, what? 12 years. Probably in 20 more years, I'll be making the same statement. Unless he's, I'm old and then he got to come help me. <laughs> Baby, I can't. Come on. <laughs> Uh, or call, he said he's going to call Pat to come help me. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, there's some things about me personally that I don't want to share with him. And he's not offended. In the beginning, he was like, Mr. Big Daniel, you come here when I do this, 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 this. And I'm like, well, you don't care. So if you don't care, that's, that's your level. But that's not my level. You know, and so he got to the point where he was okay with that because it had nothing to do with how much I loved him, how much I adored him, and that I would give him just anything he wanted other than coming in the bathroom. And everything else was, you know, it was his. The fact of the matter is, is that it's nothing wrong with allowances or allowing a person. It should not measure our love. You know, do any of you all have some some no's in your marriages with your spouse? I think he's talking about his right now with her. Remember when I told you not to come in? <laughs> some of us, do any of y'all have any no's? Used to? You, you, you just out there now, huh? Wide open. Put on the pedal gas, just down in the... Just, Get your mic right there. I, I, I want somebody to make sure, just real quick, make sure my guests have some food. He, you ate? They fed you good? All right. Okay, then. It's... Well, you know what? I'm glad, if nothing else, that you had some good food. Well, good, good, good stuff. Well, then keep listening, because I got some more good stuff. Uh, if we all have got some limitations with our spouse, it's really, really just okay. Don't, don't measure your love for your spouse based on those limits. You know, the, it, it will open up. Like, I, I, I see myself, I used to lock him out for everything, you know. And now, you know, it's only certain things. He can't come in the bathroom. You know, so now, you know, like, I, when, if, if I was doing anything with my hygiene, he could not come in. Period. And, he was, and he's gotten to be 
cool with that. Now he renders that for me. When I knock on the bathroom door, you know in the morning when y'all all knock on the bathroom door, I don't know why our bladders are attached like that, but all spouses' bladders are attached. Everybody has to go to the bathroom at the same time. But anyway, uh, when I knock on the door, he automatically knows. Let me just grab my stuff and get out. He's not offended. He's not mad. He understands his wife. And our love is okay in that way. That's our love language. That's good. We good with that. Y'all good with that? Okay. Don't, don't, don't send him no message of be encouraged, prophet. One day she'll let you in. No, don't encourage him that way because that may not happen. <laughs> don't encourage him. Uh, uh, here on trust, let me give you my definition. One in which confidence is placed. Assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. What did I say? One in which uh, confidence is placed. I'm confident. That's trust. Right? First one I got here is trust. We must uh, trust that we are a team first and foremost. This is couples. Your union is priority. I know you say, my kids, and I understand, but it doesn't supersede your relationship with your spouse. Them children are going to get up and find somebody that they in lustful with too, and they move on from you. And so you got to make sure your thing is tight with your spouse. They're only looking at you now because you, you provide the food, the clothes, and the shelter. If they can provide that from the, for themselves, they would have left you at five <laughs> children. <laughs> they would move on quickly. Not Maybe not five, but that 13, I'm sure they're out the door. And by then, we want them <laughs> get that money and get out of here. But anyway, the fact of the matter is, is that your union is priority. Your marriage, your connection with your spouse is the numero uno relationship. Your children should look to your union and aspire to have that. They should look at y'all and say, you know, this... My mom and dad, I, 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 you know, I want to have that type of relationship with my significant other, with my husband, my wife. This is what this is what it should look like. If we want to talk about trust, then our children should trust to look and see our relationship and want that. If they say, uh, I don't know, then we might need to tighten up and be a force to reckon with, so our children can see it. Trust that you will be faithful. And faithful is more than just uh, faithfulness or unfaithfulness. It's more than just infidelity. Because I know that's the first thing we go to. Give me all this pen. First thing we try to say is, you cheated. You, che you unfaithful. You but unfaithfulness doesn't always, it's not always in the bed. Sometimes it's this, y'all. Texting. Chatting. Let me say this. Uh, unknown chatting. 
We friends. Well, how come y'all only can talk behind my back? How come, how come, how come uh, I, I never know when, when I come in, the conversation is over? Yeah, you better know it, brother. And, 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 and anything that makes your significant other uncomfortable, cease. Well, you're just being paranoid. You're just being, we're one. And if my head hurts, my leg hurt, my arm hurt, my toe hurt, my nail hurt, my, you see what I'm saying? We won. So any part of me that's hurting, me need to see about me. Did I say that good enough? This is the thing. We always feel like as adults, we have the right to. But when you get married, your right to be you just ended with us. There's no you. It's us. So what bothers me should bother you. If there's things that they are there where there's a, because, you know, it can, it can be slide down the hill now. now. It can slide down the hill a little bit. And it can be a, a, a controlling entity in there. And this is where you got to be truthful. I'm moving around a lot anymore. Mo said, you just all over the place, mama. Stand still. That's why I wanted to be in teach mode. Y'all probably need a cameraman. Uh, but when you get into controlling, that's the slide down the hill from us. That's because sometimes we have controlling going on where, you know, the person can't breathe. They can't have a moment. You know, you know, if, if you if you got two seconds off of your time of getting home, they want to know what were you doing? What took you so long? I'm coming, honey. I'm on my way. I've been shot. I'm trying to get there. I lost my shoe. <laughs> You got to have a play-by-play -play to make up them two seconds that you missed. Trust. That's control. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about things that, 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 that affect our relationship that we should not allow in there. And this right here, the, the unfaithful, you know, most of the time when you start this secret chatting, it's going there. Secret chatting going there. Say it with me. Secret chat is going there. This is the thing uh, that I, I advise couples not to do. Um, when you have a situation, and I'm saying this for uh, because I'm on this number two about, the about faithfulness, and I just wanted to flip it and say unfaithfulness, um, because we all have moments where we are not pleased or not happy or we ain't in sync with our significant other. Right? We had those moments. When you need to talk about it, you don't find somebody that look like your wife or your husband to talk to him about. Husbands, find you a man. Seasoned man. Not Jughead. 
You don't want a man that's silly in his own house. You want somebody who's, you know, that you're looking at and saying, okay, they got what I want. And you go to that season, man. Ladies, watch Jack Leg. Yeah, he understand. If I had a woman like you, uh, he just don't, he don't know what he got. All that smooth chocolate talk, melted butter talk, whatever. Find you a woman. I ain't said a girl. Find you a woman. Season. We don't want, old, we don't want Sally Sue. Yeah, yeah, she'll be telling you, yeah, girl, he ain't nothing, blah, 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 blah. and she over there trying to look at him. Yeah, now we got this all kinds of services going on. I ain't gonna say, but services, repasses, and all that. Because folks get, you know what? This the thing heated things happen. Keep the devil out. Don't allow yourself to get caught up with the sympathetic woman, men. And she's not a listening ear to you. She's not a listening ear to you. Men, ladies, he, he don't care. He, uh, the brother don't care. A lot of times we say, well, we, we're just friends. No, brothers don't necessarily roll like that. Let me tell you about these guys. They don't, look, for the most part, for the most part, I'm just generalizing this. Come on with me, ladies. For the most part, there is motive behind movement of a man. For the most part. Not always, because we got some brothers that just shiveries in them, and then we got some brothers that want that second look. I could lie. But the truth is, it's just it's just what it is. Come on, brothers. Come on. Y'all ain't gonna see me. Y'all ain't had any ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Men are investors. Men are investors. You know, they like farmers. They don't just toil the soil to get nothing. When they toil the soil, they expect the harvest. <laughs> Come on, man, y'all with me? Come yeah. on, Rodney. Come on, Rodney. Get a girl over here. I'm just trying to keep it real with y'all. Now, don't say because your husband hold the door for somebody the next time. So what you told No, don't. It doesn't mean that. Doesn't mean that. Not, that's not every, that's not, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, generally, generally, men are investors. So don't find yourself, ladies, at the, at the, uh, at the conversation with a man about your husband. Don't ever talk to another man about your husband. Don't ever, don't ever downrate your man to another man. Don't ever tell another man your husband's shortcomings. Ladies, uh, men, the same thing. Don't tell her nothing. Don't tell that for nothing. 
Don't tell her nothing. Don't tell her, I don't care if it's true. Three times over, you can tell, you, you can tell come tell mama. I consider myself a very unbiased person. You can tell me. Mm -hmm. but, but he and I work together. Yeah, this is my calling. That ain't her calling. That ain't her calling to sit and hear your, your complaints about your wife. No. Because it, it, the moment that you both can lower her, they're going to step over her. The, lower, the moment you can lower your husband, you and him are going to step over him. That's where the problem's going to happen. I'm like this about trust. Earn that. You don't get that automatically because you're my husband. My husband doesn't get that automatically. He has to earn his trust, just like I have to earn mine with him. And if anything ever comes up that I don't like, I, I'm, not, I'm not that one. Not, I'm not going to hold my, mm -mm. I'll just say, well, what about, um, um. Because he's, he's the trust bunny. <laughs> That's why he can't go to New York by himself. Can't. We go to New York, I'm going with him, or I'm, I'm going to attach my brother Eric to him because he can't go by himself. He up there, hey, everybody. Hi. How you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm Reverend Powell from, South, from the South. I'm, yeah, yeah, take me in the alley and rob me. Yeah. <laughs> he trusts. How did I talk? I called him How did he? You're not going to New York by yourself. How did he? You're not. You need somebody with some discernment on them to, to be able to, you know, because he, he's like this. If you wave and say hi, just my friend. Him and Micah, uh, look, I'm concerned when they go together. Like, where y'all at? <laughs> get back over here on this side where I can see y'all. Like, they, get in this yard. <laughs> All right. Trust that you will not uh, purposely try to control or harm me. This is the part where we got to, even in spouses, this what I say, you know, when you say, I'm going to trust this person. Listen, when you see behaviors that are not good, I love you, but I don't trust this behavior. I love you, but I don't trust this behavior. Don't get mad. Don't, don't try to tie the two together. Well, you, if you don't trust me, you don't love me. That's not true. Absolutely not true. How many have trusted people that hurt you? How many of you hurt people that you trust? that you, you know, that was supposed to trust you. Come on, we've all done it. Don't be, don't be afraid to question the trust. It has nothing to do with the love. Y'all got that part? Here, trust that you love me for me and that uh, uh, you don't want to just get something from me. This is something in relationships you gotta just make sure. Make sure that you're not just to come up. Check it. I'm talking, I think, to the folk. Y'all, yes, some of y'all, this is too late. Yeah. But this is to those who are dating or looking at dating. You know, somebody, I, I just got to have you. You got to be, why? Why do you have to have me? 
Why, why, why am I the one? What is it about me? Number five here says, trust that we will turn on, trust that we will not turn on each other, but that we'll turn to each other. This is stuff that you gotta practice in, in your trust language. Don't turn on each other. When things get hard, get rough, get tough, turn to each other. Look, you know, I'm looking to see what, what can make, make sure that we are, we are in good place, that, that everything's well with us. You know, what do we need to do? Like, we need to have these kind of conversations. You know, we're scared to talk to each other. We're scared to offend our spouse about things that are in our mind that are perplexing us. We'll just mull it around in our head and try to throw it out there in some slick way and they walk away from it. Hopefully they pick it up. <laughs> I don't want to offend, so I'm just going to, you know, roll in there. You know, here's your plate. Oh, yeah, by the way. The, what? Why can't we have open dialogue about things that's troubling us? And then when it's a problem, we turn to each other and work on that. Because if there ever is a problem in our home, physical home, something happens, let's say the water pipe bust. Do you really think we're not going to both run to that problem? We're both running. We're going to try to contain the situation. We're going to try to make sure everything. We're going to try to clean it up together. We're going but when it's something pertaining to our language, our love language, our, our intimacy, or whatever it is that we have a problem with, we don't feel the need to run to that. Not together. We either make it their problem or her problem. Here, problem or her. Here. We separate. We don't, we're not a team anymore. You know, it's her, it's, it's, it's her issue. It's, it's his issue. No, that's your spouse. That's a y'all moment. <laughs> they all yawn. <laughs> There's no divide. My toes start hurting. My body don't say they don't belong to us. Go fix yourself. <laughs> Get your act together, toe. <laughs> the body doesn't work like that. The body don't say that. This body goes into complete, just, let's get this thing. Start sending down extra special little cells to go down there and heal that toe. My hand automatically grabs it and starts to just massage it. <laughs> Try to make it feel better. Because it's one mechanism, one body. Husband and wives, when she got a problem, who got a problem? You got a problem. If y'all got a problem, she got a problem, and he got a problem, y'all got a problem. It's not, a in, it's not an individual walk. It's not, I'm all out the shot, I'm thinking, they mad back there, they mad. They're all, it's, 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 it's all or nothing. Y'all become one. This is where the Bible comes in. Because I can't do anything without that. It's all based upon this. Marriage is based upon the word of God. God's in institutionalized marriage. He made us one. Told husbands to love their wives. And gave them an example of how to love them. Told wives to respect. Ooh, that's a good one. Respect the men. Why? Because we flip it. We have a thousand, ten thousand words more than that man. 
No man can out talk any woman. Any, any, anybody got that problem where the man is out talking the woman? Anybody? No. You? Mo, can I talk you? Ain't no way. No, Tiffany, I talk to you. Ain't no way. Come on, who you think you talking to? See? Talking. <laughs> oh, that's different. That's 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 husbands are, husbands are supposed to teach their wives. But that's not that's not what I'm talking about. She try to act like she quiet. It's like, like low try to act like he's shy. He ain't shy and you ain't quiet. <laughs> That's right. Low ain't what? Low ain't shy. And Tiffany ain't what? Tiffany ain't quiet. I'm talking in the incidents of where there's conflict. Y'all in disagreement. You at odds. And the heat. Is up the back of your neck. You know what I'm talking about. Them raised up. They're half standing up. You in total negotiation with the Holy Ghost at this point. Now, Lord, you know. <laughs> Sheriff said, I, yeah, I know that. Mom. Lord, you know. Keep me where I can't keep myself. <laughs> keep me when I don't want to be kept. Because right now, I don't want to be kept. Talking about those moments. Men don't stand a chance. Not against women. Some of us got the gift. Come on, all the gifted ones. Raise, come on, Dana, raise your hand back there. You know you're gifted. <laughs> yeah, we're gifted in that talking. We, 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 can, we can just, are you gifted? Are you gifted in the talk thing? No, I'm not, she's looking at him. I'm not my, yeah, you gifted? Yeah, she's, she's looking at him. Are you gifted? No. <laughs> Are oh, you gifted? <laughs> now she's gonna let them talk. Okay. But when, when the heat is on, who can stand against us? No one can. No one will. <laughs> we got our own song, y'all. <laughs> and they don't want to. They just want it to end. Be over. If I let her talk, maybe she'll just. <laughs> fall over and go to sleep or something. I don't <laughs> Maybe she'll talk herself tired. Don't wait for that moment. It's not going to happen. We're never going to talk that much where we're going to go to sleep. We want resolution. Say resolution. This is where we have to <laughs> practice this turning to each other. Turn to each other. I say get rid of the what? Blame, blame game. You get more resolution if you get rid of the blame game. It's not about right or wrong. It's about us being one. And anything that takes us out of this, it is the thing we are at. Picture. This us. Anything that comes against this, we go against it. So it's always us. 
things will come at us, but we will do a united front against it. So it's not about blaming. It's about get, making sure this thing right here don't take us. I don't care what it is. The worst of the worst. From finances, from your, well, I say from your money. That's always a really big one. This one will tear up a marriage more than uh, infidelity. This right here, money. Because it'll bring frustration beyond measure. This one right here, if we don't get this under control, money, money issues, money matters. This right here is where you really got to turn into each other. Have those real conversations. Talk about the money. Talk about, you know, the dollars. Because we always say, well, you know, I love you, baby, whether you was poor or whether you was still to get poor. <laughs> and then we got problems. Let them lose that job for something that you didn't have to lose the job about. You, you, you lost your job because you was on the phone? You lost your job because you was on the <laughs> See how that come across. That's not going to be good. That's going to bring the heat. Turn in. Because there needs to be some conversation. Needs to be some conversation about that phone. Needs to be some conversation about how we're going to get you a job. And needs to be some conversation how we need to get some money till that happens. But to, to, to separate and, and get divided for the issue is not going to bring the resolution. Don't let the issue divide you. Go at the issue. Whatever it is. Make it work. Together. Turn in and own it not on each other. Okay? I'm going to give y'all a quick, quick break, and then I'm come back and I'm going to roll through this tolerance. Unless y'all need, do y'all need a quick break? Cool. Tolerance. That's what I'm talking about. Act it out. I got a video I want to show really quick. Uh, Mono. Spouse hurt. Spouse, I, I named it spouse hurt spouse. Okay. Mo knows. Come out here with your explanation that I heard you have. Here we go. Make it big. Yes. You don't have to have sound because it's all about the visual. Now, I just need two people because I got to get through this and we could be here all night talking about this one video. But I need two people to tell me what your perspective is. What did you get out of this? Out of that? Come, give me a mic. Self-control. That's it. <laughs> okay, who's my other person? Because I got one already. So who's the other person? Self-control. Self-control. 
Can I give y'all a perspective? Imagine that husband and wife, and she hurt him. Boom, clop. He recognized, wow, that hurt. Girl, I'm gonna get you back. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get. I'm, you better. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get rid of this hurt. But he doesn't. He held on to it at the end. He took the thing that hurt him. And at first he was going to do it back to her. And then he decided, no, I'm going to walk away. I'm still hurting. I'm going to throw. I'm not going to get rid of it. I'm going to walk with this hurt. I'm going to walk with the thing that hurt me. A lot of times in relationship, this is what we do. We don't get rid of the thing that hurt us. Now, because he's still holding on to it, he just might turn around and it might be five minutes, 10 minutes tomorrow. He's still holding on to it. Yeah. He Come could, back and get it. Walk back and just yep. later on, I'm bopping on the head with, with this thing too. Yeah. This is what happens sometimes in relationships, in marriages. We get hurt by our significant other. We are, we are hurt and devastated by it. We, we pick up the thing that they hurt us with to hurt them. I'm not hurt you. You hurt me, I'm hurt you. You chatting it up with, 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 with Joe Blow, I'm going to chat it up with, you know, Sue, Sue, Sue Sally. I'm going to chat it up with them too. And then he comes back to bring the hurt. Stops. He almost gets rid of it. But a lot of us do. He holds on to it and walks with it. And it's just a part of him now. It's a part of him now. It's a part of him now. But he'll do better to toss it. Get rid of it. Get rid of the thing that caused the hurt. Like, don't let it overtake you to the point where you walk with that thing. Because you'll never get to the healing part. You'll have this constant reminder. I remember when you, see, you, 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 you know, you hurt me. You hurt me. You, you, see, I remember. But my thing is, if you're going to, if you're going to stay in the union, you're going to keep this thing, get rid of it. Get rid of the thing that hurt. You're going to keep this here. Make this your make this your enemy. The thing. Don't hold on to it. If you're going to keep this union, make this your enemy. Make the thing that 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 caused the hurt. Make that the enemy. Go at it. This is where your tolerance comes in. This is this is the part where I wanted you to talk about where I want to talk about tolerance because in marriage you have to have it. You got to know that the person that you love, sometimes they're going to mess up. Sometimes it's going to be a pain. It's going to be some disappointments. It's not our practice. We shouldn't practice that. But just two people that come together because we lust one another, somewhere along the line, are going to find hurt. We trust people that we don't know, and we marry them. 
you got to know it's going to be some hurt. Tolerance now is the thing we got to practice. Now, because I bring myself to a place where I understand, first of all, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. Thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness of my sins. So, so now I can pass on what you have taught me in forgiveness. I'm, I could swing back and I could do you that way, but I, I'm going to be tolerant because what? I love you. You me. I'm you. We're one. Yeah. You ever bite your own tongue? You still love it, don't you? At that moment, you're like, but no, some of us don't even stop chewing. Come on, we don't even stop. We don't even stop chewing. We don't spit the food out. We don't. We don't get mad at teeth. We don't get mad at the teeth, do we? Do we? Do we start getting plies and start pulling? Somebody, you gonna hurt me for the last time. Get rid of these teeth. We know we're gonna need them teeth down the road. This was a temporary pain, a temporary moment. This was a time. It's a small space. But it can be overcome. Tolerant. I'm tolerant of my teeth that bite the inside of my jaw. Ooh. Even though I feel it all week long, not one time do I feel the need to pull my teeth. Not once. Because I know this is a temporary pain. This is a moment. I don't have to pull all my teeth out. Hold on to my teeth as long as I possibly can. So tolerance here. It says here, capacity to endure pain or hardship, endurance, fortitude, stamina. This, uh, this I said for tolerance, you have to have respect, acceptance, and appreciation. Respect, come on, Pat. Respect. Acceptance and appreciation for your love, for your for your significant other. That little boy, I I I could put it in that way and say that he had a love for her. He he obviously had a love for her. That probably was his little sister, I'm sure, you know, probably just whopped him really good. She's the baby of the family. She used to get in her way. She whopped him really good. But his love for her kept him from whopping her back. So we have to have respect, acceptance, and appreciation for our significant other. Acceptance, respect for them, uh, for the love that we have. Respect our relationship. Acceptance, like you have to sometimes accept the flaws of your significant other. I'm not talking about um, things that they can make changes in. There's something, there, my husband has what I call OCD. You know, he's like, and, and how we, I don't know, but he has, he could actually line up all the food in the cabinet the same and, and all facing one direction. And I'm like, did it get in the cabinet? You know, I, 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 I will shift things around when I need to find it. And he's that person that has to have all the peas, all the corn, all the beans, all the, 
you know. And so if it's like that in the beginning, when I get in there and start looking for what I'm looking for, it's not like that no more. Not like that. It's not like that. Uh, look, listen, listen. Sometimes the pecan is not small enough to get on the same, so it need to go down there with the tuna. So now what? So the food is in the cabinet, and his acceptance is that he accepts that about me, I accept that about him, and that we move on. That's not going to be our make or break. Some people make things that simple make or break, and it's not. Tolerance teaches us to accept things about people that it's not that big of a deal. Come on, put the brakes on, pull up. If he was riding a horse, just, just pull up on them reins and slow that thing down a little bit because we're making this thing more than it need to be. We have to be appreciative of our significant other. Appreciate that he got canned goods to go in the cabinet. He can appreciate that I would even put the food away. Can we be there and be good? These are some of the things that we got to keep in our mind. Uh, let me show my other video. We're almost done, y'all. Boom, boom, boom. Trying to stay in my time. This is, this is absolute truth about marriage. I hope I, I can't hear. Can't hear. I need to hear this one. The truth is that some people don't need to be married. Some people are not going to, it's not going to work for them in marriage. You say, how could you say that, Bishop? Because they're too selfish. If marriage is going to work, if any relationship it's going to work, it's got to stop being about yourself, about you. You have to learn to live for the other, to listen to the other, love the other, serve the other person, be there for the other. But the selfish person only thinks about themselves. My feelings, my thoughts, my emotions, my way, what I say goes, what I want, when I want it. If you're too selfish, you're going to suffer and you're going to make that other person suffer. And if you have children, you're going to make them suffer. Selfishness and marriage don't mix. Jesus, before dying for us, had to die to himself. Not my will, but thine be done. That was the first death. The second death was for all the rest of us. First, die to yourself. Die to yourself. It's not about you. It becomes in marriage about us. Everything that we do, everything that we plan, everything that we consider when we are making plans of any sort of any kind, we have to always include our significant, our spouse. When I make a hair appointment, I check my entire calendar. I don't go back and fit him in. I'm just going to get my hair done. But what if he needs me to be here for this, that, or the third? I check my calendar to make sure I am not clashing with my spouse. Because it's not about what? Not about me. Now, if he says, babe, tomorrow is your day. You do what you want. See, he and I are still in agreement. But he and I came to that agreement. I can't get up that next day and say, well, honey, I don't want any. I just want about me today, blah, 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 blah. And what if his thing is that he needs me out of all the days? Why today? We have to be in agreement about the, the most minute things 
because this keeps the enemy out of your relationship, keeps him out of your marriage. Will this always happen all the time? It won't. But when it does clash in some way, don't make it a big deal, but just make it a better deal the next time. Don't make it a big deal that you didn't get your way this time or whatever, but the next time have a better plan. Is this making sense? I want y'all to get this because this is the thing that makes successful marriages. Successful doesn't mean we don't have problems, we don't have issues, and we won't have disagreements. We won't have intense fellowships. Because intense fellowships bring about passion. And don't do that intense fellowship to have passion. Just saying, sometimes it do. But what it does, it does, it, all I'm saying is this, in a nutshell, husband, wife, become one. We are no longer me and you. We are us. Everything involved in that picture needs to include the two of you. The love, the kindness, the plans, all of our um, directions all flow through the filter of us. Does this make sense? The problem that I think we have for the most part is we had to remember to practice the three T's and not the P's. A lot of times we operate in the three P's. We love petty too. We love to be petty, don't we ladies? Mm -hmm. I say it to the ladies because you know sometimes we can be very petty. You know, we got that little smart little little last word thing that we do that you know takes him over the top. We say it anyway, don't we? Because we just, we, we know right where to dig, right? Yeah, talking about we afraid. No, you're not. You, you knew that was gonna bring that kind of heat. Anyway, point is practicing the three T's will keep us out of the three P's. And I hope you guys learned something tonight. And, and I'm glad that you stayed awake. That's the main thing. So, yeah. Is somebody on your table? Don't do yeah. Any questions? Any comments? Y'all have got to be the quietest couples enrichment I've ever done. Next time I have some uh, crackers, cheese. <laughs> Cheese and crackers. They don't be heavy. Then they'll stay <laughs> wake up. Okay, well, that's all that I have. I, uh, I'm just going to say to my audience, thank you all for joining us today. Um, if you have any questions or comments, I didn't see any come up. But if you have any questions or comments, hit me up. I'll be glad to send you some response. Till then, we'll see you next time. We got a question? Oh, no, I was just going to ask... Uh... You know, but you're about to wrap it up. But I was yeah, gonna, yeah. But I was come gonna, on. come on. I was gonna ask, uh, just to expand on, because when you were speaking this entire time, the word devotion came up in my mind. Okay. So I was wondering if you could expand more on that. I think that husband and wife should have devotion. I think devotion should be happening in the home. You know, uh, especially if it's not a practice, like if. If, if reading your word is not a practice in your home, and me and Reverend Powell, we, we, we call, what's that word? Season, we kind of season. So, you know, our conversations, a lot of times are devotion. 
These guys can't escape us. We are on the truck. We having what? We having devotion. We're, we're talking about the what? We're talking about the Lord. So it's a part of who we are. But if this is not a part of who you are, then you need to invoke devotion into your life. You need to invoke into like husbands. This is where your role, you know, this is where you get to you be the man. <laughs> yeah, if anybody's going to bring the word to the family, it should be the husband. And this is the other thing about that, just, just since you brought that up. Don't measure yourself in the devotion. Don't measure, like, like if, you, if your wife is, you know, she studies a lot more than you or whatever, you feel like, well, she's more, you know, doesn't matter. The Lord will give you what you have for the family, even if you feel minimal in it. And it gives him the opportunity to practice his role. You know, a lot of times we women, we know stuff. We just dumb back and let our men practice, don't we? The woman said, Don't you tell it? You told them. <laughs> you told them our secret. They know. You didn't know more. <laughs> it's okay to build your man up like that. I might know the answer. I just can dime back and just let him be the lead. I don't have to have the response, do I? <laughs> so I bet you knew that? Well, yeah. And just let him have it. You know, I don't have to be the, you know, the know-it-all. Same thing in the devotion. Allow him to lead the family in the devotion. Uh, I always say this, every word of the word of God can be read over and over and over again and still get new revelation. That's exactly right. It builds them up in their faith and in their confidence. And we have, we as women, who else better going to build? You better not let her build them up. You better be his builder. That's it. Ain't nobody going to be his, if, if anybody going to get up and clap, <laughs> Reverend Powell crossed the line, it's going to be me. Make sure you get some of that good food to go if you, yes. And all of you are welcome to that as well, um, to the image touch. And uh, again, uh, Dear future, I'm writing to you now yeah. Don't know where you are, but you gon' come around yeah. The things are coming, what he told me, so I'm running toward it I am. Don't dream in about you